0: What's up, you guys? Welcome to a new episode of Jams and Cocktails. I hope everybody's doing well. Once again, say hello to the sugar, and my team is Jordan Taylor. Hello, everyone. It's like Twilight Zone. Right? (laughs) Let's do it one over again. We'll we'll get it while we can. Yeah. (laughs) Hey. Hanging out with us tonight, all the way from Phoenix, Arizona, is our good friend, Deal James. Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We got an exciting show for you. As always, we have our eyes on the comments with our live viewers. So please chime in anytime uh, to join our conversation. Thank you for tuning in live with us. If you're watching this on YouTube, please hit that subscribe button and be sure to follow Jams and Cocktails on all your favorite podcast platforms like iHeartRadio, Spotify, and iTunes. So, uh, what do you say? We start the show. Hey, you guys. Uh, I'm going to introduce you to our very special guest. He's a singer songwriter and Treasure Coast local legend, now residing in Phoenix, Arizona. But before leaving, he left his mark here with his solo work, his band, the Jedi Magic Carousel, and countless collaborations with other artists. We miss his live performances here, but we get to hang out with him tonight on the JNC podcast. Check out Mr. Deal James.
1: I'm just in bed, to be God, I'm just in bed, to be God, I'm just in bed, to be God, and that's in bed. I'm just in bed, to be God, I'm just in bed, to be God, and that's in bed.
0: That's right, I was there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's up, Dube James? What's up, man? How are you? <laughs> I'm good, man. I'm good. It's good to have you on the show, brother. How you been out Uh, there?
2: I'm good, man. I'm glad you called. Um, it's been really good out here. I definitely miss uh the the locals out there in stewart and in Jensen, all up and down and Fort Pierce too. Um, so it was really cool that you called and wanted to have me on on your show. And I think it's really cool, man. Right when you uh, right when we were doing the sound check and I saw your whole setup, I was like. Ooh, this is it's, this is so nice and stuff. I, it, is like like, it is funny.
0: It is funny because you were just chilling in your lazy chair. Yeah,
2: I was, hey, I was like, I'm gonna in have some natural sunlight and stuff like that. And then I saw yours. I was like, oh, I better go to my <laughs> studio. But I can only give you like one speaker because my studio is all messed up right now. So um, you're only getting <laughs> that's the good one the good part. Focal speaker, this is a high quality speaker. You're only getting one right now. Then. That's all you're gonna get in this. Particular
0: episode. That's all right because you get you get my really well constructed faux brick wall back here, which is uh, that's a one nice of my brick favorites, wall,
2: bro. You can say you're from anywhere with that thing. Like you don't <laughs> even have to be in Florida. I know for that. Dude. I know. I'm in that's I'm a in, nice wall.
0: I'm in my basement tonight. Uh, my basement here in uh, Saskatchewan. Oh,
2: yeah. You're quarantined.
0: My yeah. Quarantined. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: These are my Amazon tapestries. Uh, that under them I do have sound treatment. So uh, I feel pretty legitimate right now Even though And you made You those. know I
3: didn't You made those right
2: I, I did make those I stitched nice. them myself Along with a bunch of masks That I sold awesome. For a hundred dollars a piece Dang. To uh, people that are working On the front lines Nice Supply, yeah, supply and that's, demand That's right Because I'm gouging <laughs> prices right now Because times are tough Nice You know what I'm saying yeah. My dog needs bones And food So you know I gotta do what it takes yeah. For a little girl
0: You gotta do what you gotta do Dogs gotta eat Dogs that's gotta right.
2: eat that's right. he's
0: gotta eat. Oh man! Well, it is really good to see you, brother. And I'm glad that uh, I mean prior to all this nonsense that's been uh, going on. It's not nonsense. I call it nonsense because I like to psych myself down. But uh, uh, it, it seemed that you were, you'd been pretty busy out there, working regularly and doing your thing. Uh, and as I mentioned, we we miss you here on the Treasure Coast, man.
2: I miss you guys too. So I actually was there. I actually went there uh, like a month ago, and I didn't tell anybody because I like to I like to sneak around
1: and
0: stuff. Uh huh. Sneaking is.
2: Oh. So, <laughs> I like to go under the radar, and I like to peace out. Um, so number one, when I got here, um, Jason Montero, who uh, plays a lot in the pocket and who plays at the Square Groupers out there. Yeah, and yeah. I'm sure you know him. Uh, he told me to call. A performer out here named Coyote Joe.
0: That is what a name, (laughs) what a name.
2: The dude is the sweetest, coolest guy you're ever meet. He's hilarious. He's a performer. He just works the crowd like like a pro every single time you see him. And the dude used to uh, host a cooking show, I think, in Tucson here. So like 20 years ago, people that I meet are like the guy that did the cooking show. I'm like, (laughs) yeah, sure, that guy. Super cool. Anyways, he. Plugged me in with everyone I was supposed to know immediately.
0: That is an incredibly helpful resource, especially when moving to a a whole new area. Yeah.
2: Oh my god! Without, I mean, it still took time, you know, because you know things are booked out in time and people have residencies and stuff like that. But without him, man, I mean, he plugged me in immediately. And you know, I worked hard and I went out and I met people on my own. But he really he got me started. But it was really awesome that just a a connection i had in florida got me started out here right um and like really set me off on the right track uh and it was you know just really it just he hooked me up a lot man you know i thank him all the time and jason too uh so that was really cool and then i kind of hit the ground running and just kind of did the same thing and um so yeah man so i've just been you know just working a lot i was working a lot yeah you know (laughs)
0: that's killer man yeah it's always tough yeah. to kind of move to see but it's it's interesting to see how small the world is you know like the people know yeah. people everywhere and uh that's that's awesome um, yeah it was great so uh i guess i'll just jump down into some uh some interview questions and uh and uh, get to know a little bit more about you i know a lot of these things but uh anybody that might be tuning in or wants to uh, reminisce with you here so uh I'm a big fan of your guitar style it's unique it's interesting when did you first uh, start playing guitar
2: I was uh I was 10 years old and I think we were at uh, a friend of the family's house and uh, this dude had a guitar and I just picked it up and I swear to God the first thing I did was an a and an E minor just like boom like I just I picked it up and I strummed it and that's what I did and i was i just understood it immediately and then i asked my mom and dad to get me a guitar like the next day and then you literally couldn't pull me away from it for like at least the next 5 6 years of my life i was playing guitar just at, all day every morning before school after school all night uh you know i had other shit to do and uh in between i would still do it and in between i was i was playing my guitar all the time that's all i wanted to do
0: that's awesome you know? did you take uh Take formal lessons, or did you just kind of do one, your thing?
2: I had one teacher. His name was Drew Weber, and uh, he was a, a blind blues guitarist. And he was really uh, deeply connected into his church. Um, so it was really funny. I don't think he's ever going to see this. So I guess I can say this, but um,
0: like, <laughs> wait, wait a so minute—that wasn't a blind joke, was it?
2: No! Oh my God! No! He would hear it. He would hear it. Yeah, he perfect pitch. Do that perfect pitch. Uh, like he could spell, you could hit a note and he would know what it was. Oh, uh, you yeah. could do a scale. He would tell you all the notes in the scale. He w- he was brilliant. Um, and he would always play like music he wasn't supposed to be playing, like System of Down and like <laughs> Disturbed and like all this metal stuff. And I'd be like, ooh, I want to learn that. Just t- teach me that real quick. And uh, he-, he could play anything. He was incredible. Uh, he taught me for a year. Um, and it was really a lot of theory, uh, you know, just kind of the building blocks. And he taught me whatever song I wanted uh but after that i kind of you know i was already on my way but he he really taught me a lot for sure but um for the most part besides that i i taught myself but he he really guided me in a lot of ways um you know if it wasn't for him i probably wouldn't have known all my chords you know and and when you get older and you start playing with people uh playing with other musicians you know not knowing basic theory and i'm not like brilliant at theory or anything like that i don't i can't you know i didn't go to you know if you go to jazz school and stuff like that <laughs> right I mean, exactly you, really, you know then you really know your stuff but to know just the amount that i do it has like really because of him you know you can communicate you can speak the language without playing anything and that really uh and of course it's it's awesome to, you know you need to be able to speak the language while you're playing but um, <laughs> yeah. some of us we forget to do that too but to be able to speak it you know, uh formally is really, really, really important. And you can and sometimes, you know, when you're the guy in the room that can't talk about that kind of stuff, then, you know, it's like, Oh, I don't want I don't want to be
0: that guy. It's you true. Know? It's I mean it's a it's a, a language all its own, you know, and, and the best way really to learn any language is to immerse yourself in it. So when you're immersing yourself with these musicians that are either schooled or are incredibly experienced in their craft, you just absorb that as a sponge. And and, and if you were you know, uh, ten to fifteen years old, taking all that in, your brain's just ripe for that kind of stuff. It's that's awesome, yeah. man. Um, yeah.
2: I got really lucky that, um, you know, I mean, there was something in me that I, I knew how to do it. You know what I mean? And you can't really, you know, you can't really uh, account for that. I mean, I just kind of understood it. Yeah. And uh, but you know, I'm glad my parents went and bought me a fifty dollar, you know, nylon string guitar. You know, yep. just let me. I think my next guitar, my mom. Uh, traded a pair of shoes for this lady's like steel string acoustic guitar and uh
0: and that's the best
2: like, yeah I think she came home and she was drunk with this lady she's like I got you this guitar <laughs> <laughs> and then this oh, so is awesome. a funny story I hope she's watching so we have this guitar in this case and mind you my mom traded a pair of shoes with this lady like at a bar or at someone's house or whatever so uh we're going on vacation. We're going to Arizona to see, cause I have family out here. That's one of the reasons I'm out here. Which makes and sense. I, yeah. I, and I, I grew up in St. Louis. So I get this guitar in St. Louis. We go to the airport and they take the guitar and they take the case and they start wiping it down. And I'm like 12 or 13. And my mom just grabs my arm and my shirt and just holds me as tight as possible. And I'm just like, and my dad's a flight attendant, so we've been flying since I was a baby. Okay. You know? So I'm just like, what the fuck are you doing, man? You know, of course, <laughs> I didn't say that because I'm twelve. Sure. I'm still looking at it, I'm like, "Why?" Well, I didn't do anything. I've been really quiet. I've been super quiet, man. I don't know why you're yelling. I'm yelling at Hannah. She's right over there. You just yell at Hannah. And uh, we get through the line. My mom's like, you don't know who I got that guitar from. There could have been cocaine left. It. Oh, no. <laughs> and I'm like, what's
1: cocaine? What's that? Uh-huh. That sounds... The oh. candy that, that sounds nice. awesome. You
0: know? <laughs> oh, when all of a sudden your kids are uh, are teenagers or are grown-ups when you're talking to them. Yeah,
1: like
2: I was a 12 year old mule with a guitar. I was like Desperado. You know, I I didn't I didn't know.
0: Well, you know? you've clearly so. come a long way from that old uh, steel string uh, up to now uh, baritone strings on your guitar. Uh, yeah. What do you say? You yeah. Give us a taste, man. It's been a while since some all of us the- out here have heard uh, Deal James. So. Oh
2: my God! Hang on one second. So oh, that wasn't that wasn't my baritone
1: that you heard earlier. But
2: hang oh,
0: on okay. So while Deal was uh, while we were doing our little AV check here before we got the show started, uh, Deal was like, "Listen, my computer just crashed and died on me, and uh, I had this whole setup ready to go, a uh, whole podcast setup ready to go." And he's like, "And my laptop crashed this week, so now he's uh, working on his phone, uh, but still good, Dude. still looking good." So
2: <laughs> I bought this. I bought this computer and I thought I was I thought I was gonna save some money and uh I mean I saved money but
0: <laughs> in the wrong now way it,
2: back, now it crashed. Hey, <laughs> little girl, you be quiet. I know what you're doing. You're upset, because I'm not paying attention to you. Yeah, you go back.
0: You as, go back. as with any dog out there. Oh
3: drama yeah. What a drama queen. That's
2: my, that's my little girl. Hey, little girl, you shut it down. You shut it down right now. She shut it down. Okay. <laughs> she shut it down. So, shut it down. She shut down right down now, real quick. <laughs> shut it. Hey, you better shut it down right now. Hey, oh, come here. What a sassy little. You come lady. in here right now. I'll play guitar. You be a good girl.
0: <laughs> she's trying to steal the show on us.
2: So, uh so you know, uh, Roy D. Martino, he's out there. Um I have taken every guitar to him, tuning it. She's gonna be quiet in a minute. Tuning it to D standard.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um. And every single time I've had to get lower gauge strings I've had to mess with the neck I've had to do all this stuff And I'm out here and I was working at a studio For a little bit and the dude is like Why don't you just try
4: Hey I said shut it down
0: (laughs) (laughs) Somebody somebody commented in That uh, you're going to have to show us that dog later
3: (laughs) Is she small Can you pick her up Best
2: little girl
3: in the world. <laughs> <Ever>. Hey, <laughs> You're ruining my story, dog.
2: <laughs> ruin my ruin my story! Um, so this dude's like try a bear tongue. And dude, I picked this up and it was like, yeah. So this is this is it. This is a Grez G R E Z. It's made out of Mendocino, California. Nice. That's my little logo that my buddy uh, Sean Gallagher designed for me. Okay. And so I got it, I got it in there. This is like the first like real purchase I've ever made besides like a vehicle. Sure. You know, this is like the first time I've spent, you know, the appropriate amount of money on something. Um so this is my baby dude. So I'm not going to lie, I wasn't totally prepared for this, but I'm going to slap it a little bit for you and see. Well, that's what know, we like- do, man.
0: We we <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Deal James.
4: My mama said Baby, you like to be alone, but and I said, don't deny the be baby, don't know. Everybody wants someone to love. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Something ever gonna be, I'm to
2: So as you can tell, these top low strings up here sound like a bass, and it's just so much fun, and then you still can play... All your guitar notes. You know what I'm saying? It's
0: a lot of rethinking, you know, like to uh, to get your head around that. It sounds awesome. So here,
2: I'll mess with you. This this is what's going on in my head. This right here. So I'm trying to get it so you can see. This right here is where my acoustic guitar is usually tuned. Okay. okay? But this right here is E. This is E major. So this is where like normal people's guitars are tuned. Uh huh. So. I'm still wrapping my mind around the theory <laughs> I grew up on on my other guitar, but then I'm remembering, oh, but here's your home base right here, but then now, this is what you feel is home base. It's a huge... It's the, I really don't recommend it.
0: It's wild. <laughs> it, you know, I'm going to give you an applause here. I don't know if you can hear the Thank applauses, me. but the I tr- can hear that. you're getting I can hear one. That. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now, with that guitar, is it, is it that the neck is longer or there's more frets?
2: The neck is longer. Um, The neck is longer uh, from, you you know, it doesn't feel longer when you're playing it as much as I think where um, this part, I'm not a guitar tech, so I'm not gonna say a bunch of stuff that I don't know. I feel like this part of the neck is uh, a little uh, closer to the edge of the body. That's how I feel. You know what I'm saying? like so the guitar as a whole is it feels longer for sure not by much but it is i did i almost had to buy a bass guitar case for this to fit in something
0: that's wild so, man it's, so it's yeah. like the cadillac clearly like the cadillac of of guitars oh dude that's it's a, it's the best so yeah wrapping your really cool. wrapping your head around uh no like you said your home base is now halfway up the neck that's uh it was a, that's so it was, neat.
2: It, it really it, it gives you a real headache um, you know, because also like someone says, Hey, sing a song on, you know, and I, I went lower because of my voice, because I didn't, you know, when you sing every night and back then I, I would drink every night, right. all night, <laughs> all day. And like, so singing, like it hurts and mm-hmm. you start to get bad at singing. And I really, for real, wasn't the best singer to start with. You know, I would work really hard. And so I would just keep going lower and keep going lower. You know, so that's the only reason I, I would do it. Um, and then I found this, and this has been just such a, really a game changer just for my sound in general. And uh, just all the songs I would do, and now I'm, like, doing these full-on, like, slap parts. And it's just so, it's super cool. And then I'm still able to, like, do solos at, at the top end. And uh, it's it's been really awesome, man. And I'm really glad uh, that I tried one out because... This guitar is built to be this low. My acoustics are not built to go that low. I'm probably ruining them.
0: Right, you know? right. With a constant uh, like lack of stress on the neck. Yeah,
2: yeah. Luckily, I'm cheap, and you know, <laughs> I'm not like ruining any like big, you know, nice piece of wood. Like, not some old nice tree is getting shit on. <laughs> right. You know, like it's these it's these it's these dumb trees. You know, these dumb cheap trees that that I'm screwing up. Not um. Th- this is a this is a piece of redwood from from California. So this is like. This is like a real, this is a real machine here. And I just feel like, you can really tell, man. I mean, I must've, I wasn't spoiled. I had friends that had incredible guitars growing up. I'd just be like, whatever, dude. Like my mom just found this one for a hundred bucks at a pawn shop, how do you feel about that? <laughs> right. You know, and like, that's that's how I was, that's how I grew up just cause they weren't, my parents weren't about to spend, you know, 1,500, two grand on a guitar. They just weren't, they weren't gonna do that, Right. you know? Um, but when you can, on something that like you've done the research on and you feel good about when you can't spend that kind of money, man, like you don't never have to tune it. Uh huh. You never have to set it up again. You know what I'm saying? It plays great all the time. You know, you just got to keep it, uh, you know, under a humidifier. If you're, uh, you know, in the desert, like I am, you know, and that's pretty much, that's pretty much the only <laughs> thing you got to do. Yeah. You know, keep it away from the salt wherever you're at. You know, I don't know if you're by the beach or anything.
0: Oh God, I've, I've ruined completely ruined guitars especially yeah. working on the cruise ships and you're just out in that salt air all the time and uh, yeah I've always been you know I have a couple guitars that are near and dear but even then you know I didn't spend thousands of dollars on them but uh, you know certainly when you gig every day you got to have your guitars that are just just workhorses you know that you 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 play and abuse because that's what they're there for they're the soldiers you know
2: have you ever done the carbon fiber
0: you know I I have played them, and I have not liked them. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, going even to, uh, like, Ovation guitars with uh, the carbon back, uh, they just... You know, they don't... Uh, I don't know. I don't... I never dug them. I've
2: played a couple Rain songs that are really awesome. Uh, a Rain song guitar is pretty dope, uh, as far as the carbon fiber ones. And But, but yeah, there's something about the sound... Like I, you know what we plug in. That's what we do. That's our job. You know, you yeah, gotta go through a PA. So I right. mean, you can always make anything sound good like that. Exactly. It sound, but there, you know, if you if you pick it up and you're at your house and you don't like it, then you're kind of just like
0: <laughs> exactly well,
2: I, I hate this thing. You know, I don't like it. Let's <laughs> well, burn it. It's exactly you
0: know, what happened. You it. know, I was always a Takamine pl- player, um, and mm-hmm. uh, when I finally ran mine into the ground on the ships, and I went to the store to buy a new one. I picked up. a half a dozen Takamine's and then I picked up the Taylor big baby uh, uh-huh. and I just kept coming back to that guitar and I was like this guitar sounds beautiful so yeah I bought it yeah. and uh you know and I've, I've I've now since run that guitar into the ground <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> they just keep I've going a couple Taylors for sure yeah and now uh, now I play now I play a Telecaster almost every show so that that lasts I ha- a little longer oh you do now I do
2: you know, playing electric every night is so much easier, dude. Bro,
0: you're telling me. <laughs> ever
2: since ever since I got this guy, I actually started playing a Tele at my gigs every night, too. This actually has Tele pickups in it. So oh, the yeah. original design of this guitar is um, their gold foil. And the gold foil is a really awesome sound, but um, for what I want to do this just got me way more low end and way more clarity and everything for the telly pickups. These are uh, called real grand pickups. They're made out of Houston.
0: Nice.
2: Uh, and so playing electric every night is so much better, dude. Oh my God. Like your fingers, like there's no feedback. Yeah. You can crank it. It's so funny. You know what I mean? Well, cause I started, All the effects work. <laughs> I
0: started doing like a one man band show. And, uh, so I use, I use the guitar. I use a, um, uh, an octave pedal for my bass runs that I play mainly with my thumb and I play an entire like uh, electronic drum kit with my feet right so trying to like figure out a how to mix all that together uh the acoustic just didn't trigger the the octave pedal like I liked and and it created weird sounds so when I started bringing the electric which octave
2: pedal do you use
0: um I just use the super octave three right Three, okay. Three. Yeah. Three. Um,
2: and that one just attacks. You can just attack the A and the B strings, right?
0: Exactly. That's why I got okay, it. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. it's sweet. It's and because sure. because it's an electric guitar, it really zones in on those on those strings. So now, uh, so yeah. it, it it's better. And now, you know, I use uh, Fender has an app for Amplitube that you can put on your iPad, and it emulates a great Fender uh, stack, yeah. and it, it's. It's so nice, and it sounds great, and I can play as loud as I want or as absolute quiet because I generate, without, with the exception of my voice and whatever sound that the strings make when you're plucking them, I generate yeah. zero sound uh, stage volume. So it's just whatever I mix into the speakers. So I can be in a coffee yeah. shop doing my whole show, and it's yeah. and it's fine, you know? Yeah. But it is
2: uh, The technology nowadays, it, it really is awesome, and then it's really awesome to meet, like, you know, like purist folk, bluegrass people that play just the best guitars, and they're the best at it. Yep. You know, it's so nice to have to to know like there's all this tech, and you can do just whatever the fuck you want, right? And then there's someone over here just playing a piece of wood, and it's and it's the most comforting, soothing thing ever. You know, and like you just feel like somebody's God in their music. You know what I'm yeah. saying? No, that's like, it's really
0: that's how I feel about uh, Abby Owens. How she could just night after night get up That's and sing about. her I, face I didn't, I didn't off. Her and, I didn't want to give her that. <laughs> right? Well, uh, I don't know if she's too in, but she deserves it because they, they, you're hard pressed to find somebody at least in this area that can st- sit on stage with their guitar, sing their hearts out and play their guitars and just melt faces. And she does it yeah. night after night. It's it's yeah. incredible.
2: It's funny. I think my soul like looks for both because like, I've met a lot of tech people out here that are just brilliant and like uh you know how I got this guitar was through some of those connections but then probably my closest friend out here his name is Chad Gregory and he's like the dude version of of Abby's soul uh, you know what I mean so yin like, and yang, yeah very <laughs> yeah and he's he's the same way like I'll bring my acoustic over there and he's like why did you buy that oh, and no. I'm like number one bro that was a gift okay so like this wasn't my fault. All right. somebody <laughs> somebody gave me that. This one I bought. He didn't like this one either, um, you know. But That's like funny. the dude has like he, he's a lot like Abby, where they just have they grew up in that in that uh, realm of music where right. they if it doesn't have soul and you can't feel it then it's dog shit. Period. Yeah. you know what I'm saying? It means nothing to them uh-huh. if like there just isn't not
0: like this high- not pop lovers at all. <laughs> so oh funny. my god,
2: no! And I love both.
0: Uh, yeah, and, same like, uh, man. I'm all about Playing it. with
2: Abby, when I was out there playing with Abby, that was the best. I love playing with my band. Uh, mm-hmm. Playing with Jedi Magic Carousel was the best. Playing with her, the fact that it only needed two of us to reach that same feeling for me mm-hmm. was like, well, that's pretty special. I guess I should move away. You
0: know? <laughs> yeah, this is getting this is getting uh, this is getting too serious. So I'm gonna have to. You guys jet. are great.
2: All of you are great. I think I'm gonna move very far away from all of you. That's what I'm gonna do. Well, speaking
0: of moving, you, you mentioned that you were uh, you were originally from St. Louis. What brought you down to the Treasure Coast to begin with?
2: I had a. Um, I was in a band. I started a band called Send Money with uh, one of my best friends. God, it's so relevant we, now. We are, yeah, dude. Are our, our Facebook's still up? We get hits from all over the the world. Like, are you gonna send us anything? I'm like, no, that's not <laughs> the point. This is about like rich people. Um, uh, we were like Incubus and Red Hot Chili Peppers and Rage Against the Machine had a baby. So nice. <laughs> it was great, but we had all of the problems that uh, bands have: mm-hmm. uh, drugs, drinking, girls, ego. Where's the band going? Who's the leader? who's writing the songs, who's paying for this, all that shit. And uh, I called my dad, who was in Florida, and I would just complain about it uh, daily, you know, and all the time. And he called me, and he just said, if you come to Florida, I work at Manatee Island in <laughs> Port Salerno, oh, oh no. and I guarantee they will hire you to play once a week if you come down here and, and play. So, for months, I was like, whatever, dad, I'm not doing it. I'm my own man. And this (laughs) is my life. And I do whatever I want. And I'm like 22. And I'm like, whatever, dad. Um, And then one day, I was just, I just couldn't take it anymore. The band wasn't doing anything. We're all fighting, blah, blah, blah. And I just said, fuck it. And I I packed my shit and I quit my job. I was working at a casino. I was parking cars as a valet attendant. And I hated it. And I was just, I literally walked out. I just told him, I said, I'm going to go play music with my dad and, and bail. And, and that's what I did, I packed all my stuff and I drove down there and I auditioned on a Friday night um, and I did really, really bad uh, I think I only knew like four whole songs to sing all the words and do it <laughs> nice. so I just looped I like looped stuff for three hours I didn't even take a break, that's how annoying I was, I didn't <laughs> take a break, I played three hours and I barely sang
0: oh man
2: and dude came
0: up to me he's like it was great see you next week <laughs> killer i mean just, it's so funny um uh but like it, and then it exploded after that I, I found myself uh in a zoom chat uh, which see which is now now a thing uh due to all of this so i was in a zoom chat with a bunch of random people that i, I didn't really know uh, save a couple but i got to meet joe from fresh catch uh, the trombone yeah. player from Fresh Catch, and so you know we were we were talking about podcasts and all this thing, and uh, I, I had mentioned to him that you were going to be on my show, and uh, he was like, "Man, he's like that kid came into town like a tornado. He came in here, <laughs> and all of a sudden, Deal James was just everywhere. Just he came in and had every gig in a matter of a few weeks. He was like, it was amazing. Listen, and, man, I mean, he- <laughs> I've been I've been playing." I
2: appreciate that, uh, and that that's really cool. It's funny because I had went into the guitar shop off Canter and and US One like the next day, and to get some strings. Mm-hmm. And they were like, "Did you guys hear about that kid?"
0: No,
2: and, way. <laughs> and I was like, I didn't say anything. I was like, this town could not be that fucking small, man. Like I was like, and I was really bad. Like I I didn't get it. Like I I really. I think I got really drunk by the end of the night I don't even I don't even remember I remember getting home with my dad and like just counting the money and just being stoked that I made like fifty bucks and I got to drink for free right you know, <laughs> I, didn't, I was just like, what are you talking about but um you know man, I had been able to sing and play since I was like 16 and I didn't do anything with it. like I think I was afraid. I think uh, I think I let other people's opinions or judgments about my voice or just the whole just the whole thing just get in my head. Mm. Hey, what'd I say?
4: Come here, little girl. do not you come here and be on the show?
2: So anyway, I never did. I never did anything. Like it. And whenever I moved um, to Florida, I kind of told myself, you know, to stop to stop being scared and to just and to get it done you know and to like be all about it.
0: little girl oh man we're, we're now we're on oh, cribs we're getting the tour. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen MTV Cribs
2: hey little girl you be nice, be nice. <gasps> come here. oh look come at this little bucket <laughs> it's, li- it's, it's
3: my little girl. Is, oh. her, is her name Peanut
2: her name's Gilly oh. um, but I call her little girl alright so come oh in here with God. me we're still cool cause we She's can't, we can't so ruin pretty. the shop for everybody
0: Okay. Can't All that sound her, coming baby. out of that little puppy. Yeah, right?
2: <laughs> she ne- she only barks. She she rarely barks, man. So she's hearing something out there. I'm not taking care of it. I'm not going and being a dad about it. <laughs> so uh, anyways.
3: Scary times. Um, Don't go out there.
2: When I got to Florida, I just kind of said, I said, I'm not fucking around anymore. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm really not going to let any opportunity pass me by and I'm just gonna say yes to, man, I said yes to everything dude, I said yes I met strangers and they're like why don't you come down to Deerfield Beach and play at my party? And I would just go. Like, I didn't think you about got, you it.
0: You gotta do what you gotta, gotta do, just, especially when you're just I trying just, to crack into something, you know?
2: Dude, I was, like, doing drugs in the bathroom with people, and I'm just like, and i never even done drugs before. i don't like, drink. And I was just like, <laughs> whatever you guys say, man. Welcome whatever. to Florida. And <laughs> right. met like, just girls that I would never, ever, had of ever, like, not, I would not have done that. And I just said, yeah, I said yes to everybody and everything all the time.
0: Like and that Jim Carrey movie, was The like, Yes Man.
2: Dude, for real? No, that's seriously what I thought about. I was just like, you've done your whole life like not putting putting your your stuff out there, not putting yourself out there. And then I was, I got there, and I was like, dude, if you're gonna do this, because I had a great band, and like, you know, I could have like grown up in St. Louis and like kept working on it, but I was just like, fuck it, dude, if you're gonna leave, you better make it worth it. And like a year later. Like, I remember seeing, uh, like, a video or something of somebody at Terraformata, and I had totally forgot, like, I had my name on the back of the stage, and I was just like, oh my god, you really did say yes to, you said yes to everything. I was like, sweet, man. So, uh... All
0: right, you can be a good girl. Stay here. You be a good girl. Oh, so, so uh, I I I don't know if you were able to hear it, but uh, during the countdown, um, I, I had a couple of your songs playing. One of my favorite tunes that I've heard from you was off of the Afterglow record. Uh, it's called Cause and Effect. Um, it's in my opinion, it's i of it's in my opinion, it's my favorite cut off of that record. I thanks, man. I remember when that it came out, and I was listening. I was like, I put it on repeat. I was like, this song's Awesome. So, Thanks, what man. what inspired that tune?
2: Oh, I mean, you know, a girl like all the other like what else inspires? <laughs> right, that's uh, the correct songs. answer.
0: Ding ding. Uh, it's like it was a
2: girl. Um, you know, uh, I think at least for me, I don't know about other artists, but you know, there's definitely a lot of uh, there's just a lot of fear. You know, you're scared you're not good enough. And also, uh, when it comes to love and relationships and stuff like that, you're scared uh, that uh, you're scared it's not going to work. You're scared you're going to hurt somebody. You're scared that um, it's a waste of time. You're scared that, you know, it's all bullshit. You know what I mean? And that was kind of. that was kind of me just stringing uh, stringing something along, uh, and that, it was kind of like a shit or get off the pot, uh-huh. you know, and just kind of expecting uh, it, expecting yourself to fail, and you're kind of like just just trying to get rid of that, you know, and um, where I came up with those chords, I have no idea. And so good, I was, dude. It's I was, it's so good. Thanks, man, I was joking with my friends the other day. I was like this is the best song that has zero melody, if you think about it. There's like no decent melody in the vocals at all, and it still like kind of works. And I played it with Jack one night, Jack Sheehan, and he literally looked at me and he said, that song could really use a melody.
0: Yeah, you definitely, there's no possible way to follow follow that if you're trying to play along. Like, you have to know that song. Uh, Yeah, that's what he said. uh, But like, man, what a cool you know just like i mentioned man your style and and the way that you play is uh i've always been a fan i've always you know jordan you know i've always said hey a deal's playing at vine we should we should pop in and grab a beer and and listen or you know wherever you were playing uh twisted tuna uh that's out there uh so well i'll tell you
2: what the first time i saw you play with your whole setup i went home and rethought my life (laughs) Uh, for a good few days i was like this dude's kicking a drum and singing a song and doing some loops and he's mashing everything up. I thought I did the mashups. <laughs> this guy's out here mashing up for 3 full hours. I can't believe this guy. So I went home and thought about it and I even like started kicking on my drums and stuff like that and I <laughs> was just go. like um I was like I'm not doing that. That's a lot of work. He's probably He's probably
3: taking three trips to his car. I don't want to do that. I'm not. Uh, I fi- <laughs> <laughs> too many trips. Too many I finally
0: too many trips. finally got it. Well, that's when I decided to make the move to the electronic kit, man. And uh, like I expanded, but also uh, sacrificed an arm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. I did. I blew got a my, big bag. Blew a biceps tendon out. Packing that shit yeah. in the car. <laughs> Um, so there was yeah. a price. There was a price. There's always a price. But yeah, so <laughs> I like you know I expanded and then condensed uh, everything. So now I could fit it all on one cart and uh, make a move. And then the PA goes on the cart and so and I got a big ass van now. So that's helpful. Nice. A big van that's now. What are just, you doing with
2: all that now? What are you doing with all that stuff
0: now? <laughs> You're looking at it. <laughs> it's all, good job. This is a really
2: great idea, and you look great. <laughs> th- so I like. Thanks.
0: It's a profession. Yeah. Um, so you mentioned also, uh, the Jedi, uh, magic carousel, which was a powerhouse of a group. Like you had some really big Thanks, treasure man. coast names in that, and you guys had a groove that was insane. They got to hear a little bit of it, uh, in your little intro video. Uh, but oh, cool but what a funky group. And, and we got to see that at the macaroni festival or the mac and cheese festival out there in tradition yeah. a couple years back. Um, how yeah. did, th- how did that come together?
2: Um well first of all I saw there's a there's a band that um Ron Hart booked at Terra called um, Freak Bass. uh F R E E K Bass. and um he was this dude out of um he called himself Freak which I thought was the greatest thing ever <laughs> um and he just played bass and he had a saxophone player and and a drummer and they just they they were just, they were the best. I was like, I and feel I, like I, realize, I feel like I
0: realize. I feel like I've heard this name. I've definitely heard Freak Bass before.
2: Yeah, yeah. and I uh, I got out of bed, I saw a clip of them on Instagram, and I was just like, and I got out of bed and I went. And I usually uh, didn't do that um, at all, ever. So I got out of bed and I went and, and saw them, and I was just like, I need to do that because. I grew up listening to a lot of rock music. Mm -hmm. I did grow up listening to Pink Floyd and Incubus and Rage Against the Machine. And but before that, when I was younger, my mom was always playing Stevie Wonder and Elton John and Billy Joel. And there's just a pop funk element, of course, to Stevie, but to the other ones, too. And, And a lot of Santana, a lot of Earth, Wind and Fire. And I was just like, it just made me so happy. You know, it just it made, it made me happy. And I was just like, you know, I take my acoustic, my songs, I take all that shit so seriously. And, like, one, you shouldn't do that. I mean, but I was just taking it all. And I was just like, I just really want to have fun. So I just went into Raincat, and I just started writing a funk song. And I was doing everything. I played the bass, and I played the keyboards, and Brian played drums. And uh, I was just trying to figure everything out. And then Brian was kind of the first dude to be like, you really need to start a band. So I was like, cool, will you play
0: drums for me? And, uh, <laughs> like you do, and then, right to the source Yeah,
2: yeah, I'm just like Well, it's your idea, bro, you're coming with me um, So It took about a year to get the right You know, Brian was really busy Because he owns a studio, which sure. should be his first priority I must have went through Like three different drummers, three different bass players You know what I mean? I went through, and I, I didn't care Like I was like, I'm running this as a business They're, Like I want this to work I don't really care who's friends and who's not, like, I want this, I want this to work, and I just really found the most talented dudes that weren't, you know, the worst to be around at the same time.
0: <laughs> yeah, that, that's incredibly helpful when you have people that are like-minded, but also not assholes.
2: I think the first, first thing when starting a band is, do I like you? Yeah, you it, know, should like it should be, it should be anyway. Yeah, your talent has, is probably like just under that. You know, like they're probably like neck and neck, you know, like, (laughs) do I really like to be around you? And um, so first it was just me, uh, Xander's brother, which I'm sure he hates being called that. Xander James's brother, uh, Max Max, Patrick. Yeah, who led his band, the Hotbox Band. And uh, so first it was just me and Brian and I had a bass player. And me and Max were at a party and we were... uh, Having a good time on this balcony And there was a keyboard up there And we started like playing together Like on this keyboard And I was like, dude, you're in my band Be there on Tuesday, it's downtown <laughs> Just just be yeah, there, we're gonna be there He's a
0: gnarly keys player, man He's awesome Oh,
2: dude He's a gnarly everything you should hear. He's hiding somewhere in the country. I don't I don't he's in a bunker somewhere. I don't know what he's doing, <laughs> but he's 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 rapping now and I don't know if he's going to like that I'm telling people that, but he is and it's fucking really good. You heard and it here first, ever,
0: folks. You heard it here first. Everything
2: everything he's ever done is fucking good. He's going to be mad that I said that. Um but anyways, so then it was us us uh, it was a four piece. And then at the end of one show, I was like, "Let's jam and then let's have Sweet Butter Joe." come up there for the end of it. Joe goes up there and he does what he does. He absolutely kills it. And me and him together on stage was like really really special playing with him. Like dancing with him and vibing off him was awesome. And then I was just like, "All right, so so you're in the band
0: now." And <laughs> like and like then, it or not, here you are.
2: <laughs> then we had another big show. So this this was also my first kind of experiment in branding. You know, we had a really cool logo that me and my sister, uh, HannahMariaArt.com, we we worked on a logo and made sure that it was really uh, cool and it meant something and it was easy to pick out. And um, every show I tried to make it special. I tried to only have one show every few months. I tried to make sure we only played, like, in cool spaces. Like, I didn't say yes to every gig in that. I tried to say, do I see the band there? Yes or no? Is it going to be cool? You know, and I didn't even worry about money, man. Like I came out of my own pocket a bunch. And um, and then so we had another big show, and then Xander, who he should be getting more work like this. I don't know why he's not. On percussion, Xander is an absolute monster. And there's no reason for it, and there's no explanation for it, besides there's something in him that was meant to play these hand drums, and he's fucking incredible. And also he's a great singer. Yeah. So then we had another backup singer. We go and do this show by that time we had uh tom Halla on uh who's the polka drummer for out the alex Meister band which is how we met joe oh, man. and
0: I had a polka band. band awesome
2: <laughs> once upon a time and he was too busy or some shit and then he was like whining to me at a party like how come i'm not in your band and i was like whatever bro um so literally a couple weeks later uh i was just like all right i'm gonna fire the guy i got if you're in dude like, like, I'll fire, I'll fire him right now. If that's, if that's what you're, if you're gonna be in this band, like, like I'm in, that's what I want. So we do this show. I think it was at the Brew House Gallery in Lake Park, mm-hmm. and we do this version of another brick in the wall. And for some reason, something happened. Uh, the my pedal board goes out. Something happens, and Tommy and Xander do a drum solo together playing with each other (laughs) and it's like the most primal funkiest dopest thing and of course I'm taking all the credit for it Uh, yeah I put this together this is my (laughs) idea I'm like conducting it like yeah you go there now you know what I'm saying and it was man it was so awesome dude and then after that it was just like we're just like we're just off to the races man you know that was it so
0: what happened what 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 you know, I mean, don't get me wrong. I know the Treasure Coast has its uh its pits and valley or the peaks and valleys here. What happened? What got you to to leave all that and and move out to the desert?
2: I quit drinking. And uh and I just didn't I didn't want to be out there anymore. You know. I mean, that's that's really the that's
0: No, it, that's pretty much It's a great reason. Of, you know, I mean, you know because I mean? it really this is a tough place uh to, to, to be sober. To be sober,
2: yeah, in general. <laughs> yeah, uh, just in general. You know, uh, yeah, I just, I was like, I quit drinking and there is, here, here's the thing, and you know, I think you realize it more now, is that there is a ceiling in certain places and then, but then you also have a ceiling on yourself. Um, you know, the internet, you, look, I'm across the country, we're talking to each other right now.
0: Right, exactly.
2: Um, I definitely have no regrets, but at the same time that ceiling is, it's really more within it. It's it's within yourself. It's not so much. And at that time, I didn't feel like I could stay there and uh, do what I had to do for myself. I also have family out here. My dad's out here. Uh, My mom's whole side of her family is out here. And um, I had some other personal reasons why I wanted to get out of there. I had been there for six years and it just kind of felt like you should go.
0: Uh, Stuck in a rut. Yeah.
2: and I'll tell you something else. I don't know if we have time for this moment, but um, recently I wasn't really done with uh, moving. I was going to move to New York uh, on April 1st of this year. And I went there on March 1st to sign a lease. And March 3rd, the whole world took a big chance.
0: Oh, wow. <laughs> you know, I was, I was going to. And my birthday
3: was on the 2nd. Yep. Yeah. Right in the middle of of it. Oh, it's okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I got um, it in just in time.
0: I was... uh, A little birdie uh, called me today, and we were having a little Deal James chit-chat, and uh, kind of let me... Yeah, I know, man. I do my research, buddy. Uh, And it told me uh, about a little project... That was taking you up to New York, so I, I don't, I'm not letting anything out of the bag. Um, but I do know mainly
3: because we don't remember who. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs>
0: <laughs> mainly because that was yeah. that was a bottle of wine ago. <laughs> yeah, uh, that was like no, so deep in drinking. <laughs> uh, there, there was a magical trio coming together that uh, that I'm I'm sure will will move forward. Uh, once once all this kind of clears clears out but uh it was something i was very very excited about to hear is there any truth to this
2: oh yeah me me tom holla and xander james we were gonna go and then all this happened and um you know not only just because new york being the center of what it was here in this country right right. um but also just the pure number one going to new york was going to be a huge gamble if everything was fine,
0: right? You know, yeah. if
2: everything was working, if everything was shooting on all cylinders, going to New York was was a huge, you know. I, I usually don't care what people think, or you know, you try really hard not to care what people think. But man, I got so much. Wow, New York! You're really gonna do that? You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, you're gonna yeah, be, you're so gonna much much be that good. guy. Yeah. it's it's, it's oh the big leagues, yeah, man. So much, it's man. The, it's that's
2: and the real I really, scene. I really didn't care, and then all this happened and you know just the fact that the main way you make money is like aside from being working in a restaurant you know our profession you know they cancelled Coachella man and yep. like only 20 only 100 people had there was only 100 like under 200 like fatal cases here and they cancelled Coachella they cancelled the NBA uh-huh. I was watching a game and they cancelled it and I'm just like you really want to go there now Yeah. and And personally, I was like, no, I don't. You know, um, I I didn't want to go anymore because you don't know when this is all going to be done. And, you know, personally, in my situation, I don't know how much money I'm going to have left when it all is over. Right. And I don't know what I'm going to do to make, you know, I know what I'm going to do. But you know what I'm saying? Like, you just don't. There's so many questions. The thing
0: is, uh, and the reality is that it's still going to be there. At the end of yeah. this tunnel, um, the, the opportunities are still going to be there. It's going to be a wildly different landscape. Which, in in I've always or at least tried to take solace in, this is now uncharted territory. So we all have a level chance to go and burn some trails and and create something that hasn't been done before. We we now have this blank canvas in terms of music yeah. scenes and how we present art uh, to to listeners. Uh, you know, you yeah. you saw the live stream thing just exploded, and not yeah. just on a local level. Or you know, kids doing karaoke in their but bedrooms. I see a bunch of crazy people. I yeah. have no
1: idea who
2: they are now. Even when I don't want to, you know, on Instagram you can choose to go see right. that. You it's know, just, but now on facebook you're just like whoa
0: you're inundated who are all these people it's just yeah. like walking into yeah. your favorite bar and there's an artist playing that you've never seen before and you're like okay no i can do this or you're like well this is bad i got to go to another bar but now we're just doing it <laughs> in our in our underpants in our, in our houses you know now you don't have to close out your
2: tab yeah you exactly just, yeah. <laughs> yeah i should
0: probably close out my tab at my home bar sometimes but uh, <laughs> another story um,
2: hey, I don't blame you, man. Let me let it be known. I don't blame you, bro. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. It's tough. It, it's, you know? it's tough.
0: Um, well, to make it a little less tough, what do you what do you say? You want to play a game? Yeah, Yeah, dude. we're going to play a game. All right, you guys. Uh, we're going to play a little game called Name That Tune. Fancy. Yes, Name That Tune. I... Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Too kind. Thank you. Calm down. Uh so I made this name this tune list with you in mind, deal. This is uh Okay This good. is gonna be stuff that I'm sure that you hold near and dear, but also uh it's three songs, so it's not not a big deal, but uh there there's there may be one in here that I I when you when you perform and I see you perform, this what you remind me. Anyway. I'm just, <laughs> fangirling just a little bit here um so the way that we do this is we let the the live viewers kind of chime in first so if you know the answer just keep it to yourself at first and we'll see if anybody chimes in into our comments here and jordan will uh will call them out see if they get it first um otherwise uh i'll ask you what you think i could probably tell by your facial expressions whether you know it or not so uh i don't know
2: well, now i'm gonna fake now i'm gonna fake my uh, poker
0: poker face <laughs> now I'm not gonna lie to you.
2: I haven't heard any of the music you've talked about streaming so far, like in the background. I haven't heard anything yet, so I'm hoping I can hear. Oh uh, yeah, this so is let's a see what this happens. is a different
0: a different program. It's like a soundboard program. Okay. So okay, cool. hopefully you'll be able to hear this one. I'm gonna crank it up. Okay, a little bit so you can hear. Um, are you ready for your first clue? I'm ready. All right, here we go. Are you guys paid? We'll
2: out the girl I have to focus.
0: <laughs> here we go. First song. Okay. Yeah, okay. All right, you guys at home, yeah. chime in to Jordan. She will stop me in my tracks to see if uh, if you got that answer. Here it is one more time. Now that I listen back after I cut it, it's pretty easy. <laughs> if you, I like that. I like that. Uh, <laughs> I like how you only do that
2: little bitty clip. I like that. Yeah, uh, man.
0: Uh, some of them, sometimes yeah. I do it and it's like one note. Uh, <laughs> it, uh, yeah, the first, I, I had to like extend it a little bit because people were like, we have no idea. And I'm like, and I'm like, I know what it is. But then I remember I'm the one that put it together. So Silly goose. <laughs> we got it. I don't think. Um, oh, my so sister's got I one coming to in. I have say
2: that uh, that recording, I think at the time when I first heard it, uh, it gave me a lot of confidence for like recording at home. Yeah. Because I remember listening to it. I'm just like, is that really like is that is that the recording is that because the first time i heard that song it's neon by john Mayer. that's right and nice yay i thought i've only heard that live and i think it was the the light live by the light Oh, dude state. and that was that
0: was the greatest live version of that song i've ever heard he's a beast man you, and you know, by the I, way I, you remind me when i first saw you like your style and the way that you perform and it, Thanks, like man. really remind, and John Mayer is a is a hero to me. Like he's he's our generation's uh, Eric Clapton and, and Jimi Hendrix and Stevie Ray Vaughan all wrapped into one. As far as I'm concerned, for
2: sure. And especially at a commercial level, yeah. and I don't think I don't think anybody can say that they weren't influenced by him. That that grew up in, in this time. I mean, because he made guitar he made guitar pop again. Yeah. He made guitar pop. He made guitar popular in a time where it hadn't been since you know i mean singing you know singing rock songs was still popular. but he made playing guitar efficiently he made it cool he made, it, he made cool. it cool again
0: absolutely you know
2: so and i'm sure people could say i mean sometimes he's not my favorite sometimes he is my favorite when he opens his mouth <laughs> that's what jordan jordan,
0: jordan i there. used to
3: be a huge john mayer <laughs> hater but oh, God. now i have an appreciation i know i had
0: to like i had to like reel her in i was like listen you have to get get down always, some of this guy stuff i i
3: always Affiliated him with like guy version of Nora Jones for some reason I just was Always like they should be together they're like The same but boy girl But I don't know why but
2: I'm I'm super weird About him if you follow his Instagram He's hilarious like I Could watch I could watch him make Jokes and funny videos he's hilarious When you read his quotes you're just like Dude like (laughs) The sun doesn't Revolve around you bro like but He's as a performer, as a guitar player, his knowledge, I mean, his tone, he's the best. Anyways, yeah, and he makes that, the guitar
3: look easy. Like, oh yeah, God. I feel like yeah. watching him, I'm like, oh, I could do that. And then I go to do it. And I'm like, yeah, I have no idea what to do at all.
2: But When I saw that live version, I was so obsessed. And I actually, I met this kid at a party. Me and my sister were running around in high school, and I don't even remember, but this kid taught me how to play that song, just one night, just real quick, it was like we were in and out of that place, and he was playing it, and I said, you have to fucking teach me that right now <laughs> nice. and I, I, I his name's his last name's Baker, that's all I can remember I think his brother's Brad Baker, or he's Brad Baker I Someone. can't remember, but I know that he taught me that song, and uh, I'll never forget that, because if I would have read that tab, or tried to listen to it, I would have never, never sat there and done that uh, but he taught me that song, and then I listened to the original recording, and I was like, "This recording sucks." I was yeah, like, these it's these are it's, like Program drums, and this is like a logic. This is like a, a, an amp on on the computer. I'm just like, "What do you? What is this, man? I didn't, I didn't get." I was waiting for like the whole mix to like drop in after the intro, and then it never does, and I was just very.
0: Yeah, it's it's I didn't get it. the live version. Is yeah, it, it, the song definitely. That's one of those songs that just get better with age. It's awesome. Yeah, Are you for sure. ready for your second yeah. clue? All right, oh. here we go. Uh, next clue here, and name that tune.
3: Ah! Uh-huh. Oh, you're, like, stumping me this evening.
0: All right, I'm going to give it to you one more time, guys. Feel free to chime in with your guesses.
2: I think I'm going to be wrong, but I think... If it, if if I'm close to being right, it's because the beat is the same <laughs> as as
0: a D'Angelo song. I'm wrong. Let's let's go away from D'Angelo. Oh, it's it's a little okay. bit. Re- remember that this this playlist is personalized to you.
3: I listen to D'Angelo. <laughs> what are you saying? Here we go. Here it is. One one more yeah. time. What are you saying, one,
0: more time. Okay, one more time. I like that beat, though. I might have to sample that. Yeah. I,
2: that, I'm just saying, that's like virtually, it's not the same sounds, but it's like <laughs> the same beat as uh, Sugar uh, Sugar Daddy uh, by D'Angelo. Uh, but I, I don't know that one. Uh,
0: it's not D'Angelo. Uh, it is, however, Animal Spirits by Wolfbeck.
3: Oh my god. Come on. I don't even know what that is. Which what well, you couldn't
4: give which me the, You, told you me. couldn't give me the
0: main. Yeah, riff. I couldn't I couldn't do you that. Couldn't give me the main I riff. couldn't do that. He, t- he told me that that, that was his favorite riff. song, so. Oh gosh, deal. <laughs> well, let
2: me tell you. Uh, I don't have a favorite song. I was going to dispute. That. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, you just have a song whatever's the song you liked that day. Is That's my is kind of like I just uh and anyways, so over my birthday in September, me and Xander went to New York because I had tickets to see Wolfpack at Madison Square Garden. They're awesome, by the way. I woke up one... Oh, my God. They're they're incredible. And it was one of those moments. It was the moment where I was like, fuck it, dude. You should live here and play funk because it makes you happy. And we were there and they just came out with that uh, record on... on the, it's You can stream the live at Madison Square Garden. Mm-hmm. And I was listening to that and... Man, that song just made me feel so good that day and just being there remembering every little riff, every little fill, every like little quip and little thing they did, like we can always just say that we were there. And that was like just a really really awesome thing like someone's live record you you were there.
0: Right? Yeah, and cool.
2: also for a for a band that got famous on YouTube and Spotify and that doesn't have an agent and sold out the biggest venue in in the country arguably. Right. Um. So to to be there for that, for all of that, to go there with Xander, to to hang out with Ryan, we played a show on a rooftop, and and, and uh, you know uh, next to the Empire State Building, we played in a speakeasy, like underground. Like it was it was fucking awesome, man. That whole trip, and like yeah, I mean I got on the plane coming home, and I was like I'm going yeah, there, jacked that's, up,
0: ready to rock and roll. Uh, that's where I love I'm going, it. And yeah, awesome, yeah. awesome. All right, well I'm surprised yeah. that you didn't get that one. Well,
2: listen to... Sugar daddy by D'Angelo and tell me that pizza. I not might the have same.
0: to pull it up. I might have to pull it up. Yeah. Alright. Last and final clue. If you don't get this one, then uh we might have to end our friendship. Are you ready? Is is Gilly uh-huh. ready? I see she's <laughs> over there perking up.
3: Alright. Last and final clue.
1: Here we go. Uh-huh.
3: Yeah. Is that even a real
0: song? Star Trek. Yeah. Yeah. Star yes, Trek.
2: Star Trek. The <laughs> Star Wars! Fan. Yeah!
3: Did
0: you like, uh, one of the stars? Did you how
2: did you feel about Rise of Skyward?
0: You know, I I didn't hate it I, I And I watched I watched it just recently Is that
3: the one we watched?
0: That's the one we watched
3: I liked it Cause I had no idea What was going on yes, It was yeah. easy to follow Cause I've never really Seen any yes. of them So I was like I feel like I understand What's yes. going on here See,
0: had no clue yeah. I, I Yeah I didn't hate it But I also Didn't It didn't give me closure I don't know If that makes any sense It was like I watched something And I was like That was very cool to watch And I was like I don't yeah. feel like This is the end of anything Um but yeah, but yeah. it was very nostalgic. It was very cool to see where they went and where they kind of pulled these story ideas from. But at the same time, it was uh, it was a little kind of uh, I don't know uh, off the off the right. I love
2: when Sidious like just destroys the fleet. That's like that's my yeah. favorite. When he when he electrocutes I, I, the whole fleet. I will fleet. admit
0: the the last probably thirty minutes. Of the film was my favorite Like when it all started kind of coming together I was like okay this feels like Star Wars now Yeah Um,
2: You know I feel like we've all been Very very spoiled with Really high quality storytelling On TV yeah, And high quality storytelling um, In a lot of superhero movies You know I think when the Dark Knight trilogy Came out I think that really kicked everybody's ass and I think everyone kinda thought like, hey, it's all supposed to be like that and look like that. Yeah. And and it and it's not. You know what I mean? Christopher Nolan, he does what he does and John Favreau did what he did. Like and they they kinda and I think we do kind of expect like Star Wars, whenever the new one came out in this day and age to kind of like be deep and compelling and like and like be dark and like kind of throw you for some twists and turns and be a little like gruesome at times and like, I really liked Rogue One. I thought that was
0: awesome. Yeah, man. I agree. Um, I thought that I thought was that probably movie. the better out of... Uh, in terms of storytelling, I think they really went back, and, and, and with that film, I did feel closure to, that the, the original trilogy yeah. could begin. Like, I feel like they really, really put that together well.
2: Yeah, and honestly, man, a lot of the cartoons, like Clone Wars and Rebels, like, those shows really they really gave you what you wanted while still staying true to their nature, which it is for kids. You know, but like the lightsaber battles and everything in there, like, and all your favorite Jedis are in there, but you know, the new ones, I, I know what they're trying to do. Honestly, I really like Kylo Ren. I think he's pretty dope. Um, I didn't understand why people were hating on him when the first one came out. but because he's
3: scary like, looking. Um, you know,
0: Yeah.
2: he's, uh, you know, he's a military man. You know what I'm saying? He's supposed to be supposed I mean, be like, scary, no, just the right?
3: actor.
0: <laughs> she just thinks his face. Adam is, is Driver scary. Okay. is scary. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
3: I mean, and I love him because I watched him in Girls and stuff. I love him, oh, but God. he's scary yeah. in the best way.
0: Yeah, it, it, yeah. To be, uh, uh, it, it, but it, you know, it um, it's hard to to retrofit, uh, you know, uh, something that's so beloved. Kind of like what they did with the with the new Picard. Uh, television yeah, show. I didn't watch that yet, but uh, I thought that was really good. Uh, I, I did not enjoy it. Um, it oh, really? It, yeah, it did not. The, now, Except for the opening scene. Yeah, the nostalgia got me in my feels. Uh, sitting mm-hmm. by myself, eating hot dogs, watching Picard in the middle of the afternoon, like, yeah, a, crying like a like a infant on a couple couple parts, you know. But for as far as like the story goes, uh, it, it didn't do it for me. But definitely watch it, especially if you you like Trek at all and make your make your own opinion. But oh, uh, is
2: that what the cool kids? Did you, call you like the yeah, all the, the cool Star Trek kids. the movies?
0: Uh, I loved all the movies and it.
2: The newer movies did the. Re- even the newer ones, uh,
0: I did. I did with Chris Pine. Uh, totally enjoyed them. Yeah. I, 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 enjoyed them because they were fast and fun, and they weren't digging for for subs. Like you said, they didn't have to be compelling. They were fun films to watch. Uh, with with card yeah. they were really trying to dig in in in, in create this moving thing. Uh, you know that I was just.
2: That's just the atmosphere of TV shows. And you're now, right, though, man. You're right. Like. If you're not dark, and if you're not like, you know, going against like the social norm in like this criminal way, then like you're not cool. Like Ozark is a really cool show, but to be honest, it's just Breaking Bad in a different like place. Right, same formula, you know different saying? different
0: like, uh, content. Yeah, <laughs> which is great. Sure. I
2: love it because I love Breaking Bad, and and I like that show too. I'm just saying, like, it is kind of the that's just kind of what's going on now on TV. I just watched uh, the Stephen King show, uh, The Outsider, and that's kind of the same thing. Like It's just this dark, moody, you know, it's like a mystery thriller, like almost horror, but it's just like, if that's not what you're watching now, you know, that's what people are expected to watch. That's what people are watching is just that, you know, that really deep kind of, not necessarily scary, but just kind of that gut twisting stuff. And I think a lot of us that like comic book stuff, if you're not giving us all the things we want from the comic books, we want it to be dark and twisted. Like, Daredevil, the TV show on Netflix, is awesome and The Punisher is awesome. And then, you know, and so you kind of, like, see all that and you're kind of like, is Star Wars going to be like that? Are we going to see, like, some Jedi like, decapitate a dude, like, slowly? <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? And, like, talk shit to him the whole time? Like, and just deviate from the rule. Oh, we're going to cry and, like, like destroy, like a, like, a control center. And it's like, oh, right. well,
0: Bummer, and that's what know. we get but you know what Um yeah then we're gonna
2: keep torturing people you know
0: it was definitely fun to see lightsabers on the big screen again so the star wars yeah. for, for that reason alone if that was it um it, it's it's nice to see that because i'm i'm i love nostalgia you could throw it to me all the time and I'll, I'll eat it up i'll eat it up
2: did you feel nostalgia on the last episode of Mandalorian with the dark
0: saber reveal, I haven't I haven't watched it yet. I've I only watched the first episode. Yeah. but I love
3: Baby Yoda. Yeah, so Jordan watched it so that oh, she could see either. Baby Yoda. Yeah. I have, I haven't. So uh, it's on the
0: list. I haven't gotten into it yet. List, yeah. uh, I'm kind of waiting uh, to where I could really appreciate it. Uh, I just haven't had uh, the opportunity to sit down. I'm not a big TV watcher anyway. I'm not very big into watching TV shows unless it's very short sitcom type. Episodic type uh, things, Uh, yeah. But I do want to get into that because people are raving about it. So
2: it's you know, man, it's uh, John Favreau did it, and so you're kind of getting the same kind of uh, Marvel storytelling, if you would. Uh, But like they kind of like keep it episodic, like it, like it's kind of like an adventure, adventure every episode. So like some of it have nothing to do with the larger story arc. It's just like, what's he going to get into this week? You
0: know, right? I like, I love that. That's the kind of shit I like, man.
2: Then you'll love it, dude.
0: All right, Um, I'll check it out.
2: At the end, if you did watch any of the Clone Wars cartoons, there's some, there's some pretty awesome, like high ends from that which is nice. Uh, i is, did watch that cartoon is, which is pretty awesome i did because oh, I,
0: yeah. I say i don't watch a lot of tv but boy i'll put cartoons on all day i, I love Dude, it me too love love yeah. animation so true <laughs> yeah she knows, she
2: <laughs> knows. <laughs> i one time bought uh like the hulu package to watch all of the dc movies all the dc cartoon <laughs> movies nice um uh, because i was so mad that the live one sucked uh, so I was like, I'm gonna go back and, and watch uh, Batman Doom because it's the
0: best. Hey, man, if the storytelling is better, why yes. not? You know?
2: Yeah. yeah. What do you say? It you is. wanna
0: you wanna jam another tune for us?
2: I'm gonna do your song.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yes. I'm gonna. Uh, Tony Espinosa just sent me a brand new video that I I didn't get to. Oh yeah, I did d- you? i did okay good. i did see he, that okay good i yeah, thought maybe you did so under the wire tony uh our midweek motivation guy um and good friend of mine he, he's, he's like i got a new video for you i want you to, to air it on your show uh so i said oh okay oh. but like it's this massive file so he's trying to upload it and he's like it says it's gonna take two hours so i was like all right man i was like upload it if it's up before before the uh, we get to your part, I'll I'll plug it in and we'll go. Uh, if it's not, I'll just have to use something different. Um, but uh, it, it's here. Uh, having I don't know what he's saying. I hope he's not naked in it. So we'll, we'll see. <laughs> We're gonna learn together. <laughs> We're gonna learn together. You guys, give it up for Deal James.
2: All right, man. I haven't played this song in a while, and I'm transposing in my mind. But but this is for you, man. I'm glad you I'm glad you always like the song, and I'm really glad we met, and I'm glad that you had me on today. That's really cool. Thank you so much.
0: Yes, sir.
4: Oh, 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 no, no. Oh, 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 oh. oh, 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 oh. No, 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 no. Oh, 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 oh. Living color in a moving line. Past the border. You will find tandem motives and out of gold. Where's the time gone? Then she asked me again, Where's the ever playing for your heart and energy? There's a cause and effect to the ones we infect. With a love in our dreams make your move to draw near, not too close. I can't say I'm waiting for thee got to fall before I commit, and then she asked me again, was I ever playing for your heart and dream? there's a cause and effect for the ones we infect, for love in the dream. Color. In a moving line, past the border, you will find tender motives. And out of of go Where's the time gone. Then she asked me "Game was there ever plan for you out? And energy, there's a cause and effect. For the ones we infect with our love and our dreams Oh, 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 no, Oh, no. oh, 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 oh Ask me again, yeah, was there ever planned for your heart and energy?
3: Woo! Yeah! Love the face at the end.
0: It was great. Beautiful. And I'm so impressed that you you got to you were able to play it on that uh, on that guitar, man. I, it was flawless to me. It was flawless. Woo. Well.
2: Uh, Thanks, man. I'm glad you liked it. Uh, I didn't want to I didn't want to confuse myself. uh, Oh, you you switched it.
0: I was like, man, he played it flawlessly.
2: (laughs) I was like, no, I know it on this one. And I'm just going to do that. And, uh, you know, I'm really trying to. uh, So I have not live streamed because um, sometimes I really like to take a break. I've taken breaks uh, before uh where you just kind of want to step away from performing and kind of think of something new mm-hmm. and so i kind of have some new stuff working um just new songs i've learned and uh new songs i've written and uh i have a drummer out here that i'm going to start working with and do some live streams and i'm kind of waiting to bust out the the baritone for a lot of that um just to just kind of like save some stuff you know sure, what i mean
0: sure absolutely that's cool man yeah, and, and i like, and I'm in the same boat, you know, uh, when, when it first started, yeah. like when this all started kicking off, you know, I kind of like jumped on the bandwagon or I wouldn't even say I jumped on the bandwagon. Like I, I'd been doing this show, uh, for, for ages now, uh, since, since January. Uh, so I was doing this and I was doing live streams and request shows and, uh, you know, and I had just kind of like got this multicam setup that I was going to start bringing to my live shows and, and live streaming uh-huh. from my live shows with multi-camera angles, yeah, and yeah. uh, and really put together, you know, an interesting way to watch from home or watch on your shows. My actual performance. So I was just starting doing live streams from the studio here, just kind of working on that, and then it all went to shit. And uh, I was like, okay, well, I clearly prepared for this, and then I did a yeah. few live streams, yeah. and uh, and I really just don't do it for the same reasons as like it was it's kind of a nice break it's kind of a nice break to sit and, and think about different kind of content and how i can how i can approach an audience in a, in a way that doesn't require me to be behind a guitar um so uh, yeah, and, and, and just to sit on the couch kind of and do nothing like that's also really really nice too
2: <laughs> yeah that was my political answer for why i haven't live streamed but i'm not going to lie man i mean this is all kind of heartbreaking you know yeah. i mean this is this has been a huge bummer and uh really kind of like you know, uh, I, I'm sure a lot of us are looking in the mirror right now, like, "Cool, you had to be a musician. Great idea." You know what I mean? <laughs> <Right>. like, <laughs> like, you're just like, "What the fuck, man?" You know, just big time. Uh-huh. And so, a lot of this time too, you know, you're kind of just trying to just get a grasp on on something to like to hang on. And I think in this time, at least for me, uh, you know, music is is so healing. And I, I kind of didn't like to talk about it like that. Mm. Um, I thought it was kind of cheesy to kind of say stuff like that. Um, But it's but it's really the truth, man. I mean, this whole time, every time I felt, uh, you know, down or bad or unsure or anything, you know, when I get into my room and start playing music or playing guitar and singing like or listening to music, even I listen to music with more appreciation right now because it just really I never was aware of how much music did for me. I thought I was aware. I thought I thought I really knew how much music was healing for me. And I've known that because my whole life I played it all the time. I mean, obviously it did something for me, but I think now that it's been kind of taken away in the way that it was, I think now at least for me I've had a huge kind of epiphany just about how much I appreciate the power that music has for 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 me and I think I think it's probably about time that I realized how much my music does for other people because sometimes I don't know or I don't care to know or I don't give it much thought or appreciation and I think just you calling me and wanting me to be on your show and to talk to me about it and the way you talk about uh, all the projects I've done, I mean, I, I appreciate you and I think I oh. think it's about time I had more humility and appreciation for uh, just music in general and the power it has and that I am lucky enough and so are you to be a vessel of music to, to flow through
0: absolutely when a lot of you know yeah and and I mean obviously uh, I appreciate that Uh, it's the truth you know music especially when it's your own creation it's a very personal thing even even people you know that they crank out pop tunes like for somebody that song is very personal in a way it's like you know I've said it before on this show like it's like Having children in a way, you know, and sometimes you're a good parent to that child, and sometimes you're a shitty parent to that child, and sometimes sometimes your kids excel, and sometimes they fall behind. You know, it's but that still belongs to you, and when you share that with other people, it's incredibly vulnerable uh, for criticism or love, how whatever, however it's received. And as a songwriter, it's uh, it's very scary, And, and and sometimes you put up that wall because you don't, you know, you don't want. You don't care what people think about it. You know it's great. You as know a it's. The a
2: performer. As, yeah. as a performer, even you're just like, oh my god, I don't want you to hear what I do right now. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? I like that. I don't want any. I don't want anything to do with that. And I think, uh, I think that's really. It's it's just us being mean to ourselves. You know, it's us putting. You you know, it's you putting yourself down for for really no no good reason at all. Right. You know, but it is. Some, some people are like that, there's some people that shamelessly put their stuff out there all the time and they don't you know, and good for them man, you know sure. and it's 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 just uh, I think this whole time has made me appreciate what I have and to stop really feeling like I need to be somewhere else or to be doing something else or anything like that it's just like, you have a really good thing and, and you don't need to uproot yourself again um, <laughs> yeah. to to go find this thing, you, you have it, you know, and if you keep if you keep looking at things you don't have you're going to wind up with with nothing one day uh, ultimately you yep. know and i think that's what all of this has really done uh, for me just kind of this last you know almost 2 months now of just thinking like you know really what the fuck and <laughs> really it's like, a
0: great opportunity to just kind of reorganize and and, and center your thoughts and really give yourself uh, uh, uh jumping off point, so when things do take off, you're not just jumping back into the rat race that you were in before. Like it's, uh, you're a little more clever. You you have a little bit more of a game plan, yeah, uh, which sure. which is which is awesome. Um, so uh, I'm going to move along here to uh, our next segment. Now that this is downloaded, um, this is a good pee break if you need one. Deal. <laughs> I do slamming coffee. <laughs> take it, take it the you dome. Know? All right, you guys. Well. Um, we can always use a little motivation to get through the midweek, and uh, these days it seems that the weeks just run together, as uh, like we were just talking about. Nonetheless, it's always good to keep your mind going and be motivated to be better. I've got this week's message from my good friend Tony. Uh, he's a leadership coach, and uh, so grab a pen and paper and take some notes. Hey. Uh, <laughs> I got it this time. I love this kind of stuff. I'm Yay! I love this kind of stuff. Oh, nice. Um this this video just came in it's hot off the press i've never played this file format in in here before so we're gonna see tony if you're watching i do apologize i was not able to cut out the eight seconds uh so (laughs) we're gonna see where the eight seconds in the beginning (laughs) that he said you just cut it from there uh so (laughs) we'll, we'll probably see him fixing cameras and Hopefully with his clothes on uh, Ladies and gentlemen (laughs) (laughs) Or hopefully not This is your midweek motivation tony you're on
5: Redbrock.com. how you doing my friend wednesday night jams and cocktails always a pleasure to be here thank you for having me thank you thank you thank you i know i only got a few minutes so i'll keep it short and sweet i want to dig right into it look any of you out there if you haven't made the decision on what changes you want to make when we get back to some kind of normalcy shame on you i know everyone out there wants to make some changes in their life and i'm going to help you i'm going to help you out right now on how to start making those steps to make the changes that you want from the time we are five, four or five years old, when we start noticing ourselves, when we start to have awareness that we're alive, when we start falling and getting embarrassed, the people are making fun of us and you're realizing that they're picking on you, you start to have awareness around four or five years old. And at that point, you start building this little world around you. It's a safe, secure world with the things you like that make you feel comfortable. And if someone, as we get older, if anyone, from the time you start building that world, starts challenging you or says something against how your world is built, you get defensive, you get fearful, you put a wall around your world to protect it, to stay safe, you stay in your comfort zone. And we, a lot of us, a lot of us carry that into our, most of our life, into adulthood, onto our deathbed. And we never change our security. We never step outside our realm of comfort. So what we need to start doing is, the Buddhist monks have a word for this. It's called clinging. You're clinging on to the things that make you feel comfortable you need to start letting go of those things have the emotions enjoy life but don't hold on to anything hate love friendship all of that you can have it it's all part of you but don't lock it in and make it part of your world enjoy all of the world experience all of the world stop clinging on to stuff start letting things go stuff that upsets you when you start feeling your heart get warmed up your boils your blood is boiling let it go that's a moment understand it, have the emotion and let it go. move on. Stop holding on to the things that make you feel safe. get out of your comfort zone when you start letting go of the things that you're clinging on to and holding on to and you start to realize that your world goes beyond the world of the existence that you've created. the whole world is out there. you ever heard someone say perception is reality? bullshit your perception is your reality and that's that's admirable and you can own that but your perception is not reality of the entire world. Now start letting go of the things you hold dear, the things that you, the world you've created. Start letting that go and start experiencing the entire world. When you get to that point, spiritually, emotionally, and you find out who you really are, you will be shocked at the person you are inside. You are not your possessions. You are not the world you created. You are a unique individual, and you have purpose. You have value. Quit letting the world you've created own you. Break down those walls. Break down those barriers. Be comfortable being uncomfortable. Feed your fears. Do not let your fears hold you down. Feed them and move on from them and start letting yourself become part of the world that is out there. It's vast and it's amazing and you're awesome and I love you. Bradbrock.com, thank you. Jams and cocktails, I got my wine. One love, baby.
0: God bless. Yes! I,
3: I do not think that was a single pour.
0: That was not a single poor. Tony Espinosa. <laughs> uh, that was that was a great uh, that was a great midweek motivation. And yeah. right right up the alley, uh, Deal didn't get to hear it, unfortunately. <laughs> mm. it,
2: well, just give me the highlights real quick, man. Give me the uh, what was the the message the, the, the message
0: basically was you have to let go of the things that are not serving you currently. Um in in take time to if you're upset or feel lost to or when you get angry about things feel that emotion take that emotion in and then let it go get the experience from it and then let it go don't let it fester don't sit around and stew in your anger you gotta you gotta move on because uh, if it's a thing that you can change you go and change it if it's something that you can't change you know you're just wasting your time yeah and i feel like
3: it goes along with the message of like words only have as much effect over you as you let them have over you exactly kind yeah. of thing exactly More or less basically so, was uh,
0: I'm really yeah, glad it's good I'm glad that he got that I video through that.
2: It,
3: which sounds kind of crazy uh, but like like when you think about it,
2: there's a dude oh no go ahead go ahead yeah
3: oh that was it just like when you think about it like yeah really words like someone could call you this or
0: that and it's like they're just know, words. They're it's to, how we internalize right back it. To sticks and stones, you know. Yeah. But
2: uh, me and some of my closest friends are uh, wannabe uh, philosophy majors. Love it. And uh, I've I've read a lot of. Uh, we we send me me and some of my close friends. We send each other a lot a lot of stuff in uh, the philosophical realm. And of course, we don't know shit. But you know, you really try. <laughs> sure. And I think there's there's a dude named Alan Watts that talks about something called the backwards law. And it's kind of like essentially it's uh, just putting a name on if you if you keep asking for something you know you're gonna get it and yeah. uh, and that also goes for negative things you know if you keep saying you know well I really I really really hope I don't get a flat tire I hope I don't get a flat tire I hope I don't get a flat tire and then you get you're gonna get a
0: flat tire <laughs> right.
2: you're, you're kind of. You're kind of putting that out. Right,
0: there, you're manifesting you know, and, these things to happen. It's yeah. like a, the whole knock on wood theory. You say something, and oh, better knock on wood. Don't want that to come true.
3: Yeah. There's like a and documentary you know about it, it on Netflix. It's called like uh, The, the think, Secret or The... Yeah. Yeah. That. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. Um, that, that's, <laughs> that's, that's a thing that's on a Netflix. Really the one, the Secret's actually like a 20-year-old book. <laughs> <laughs> you were like yeah, barely yeah. born when that book came
1: out. Oh, bless <laughs> and, uh, you, Bradley. The, the
2: bit about the the backwards law is that really letting go of something is is really really difficult you know what i'm saying and it's actually when when people say like uh there was stories about bruce lee would write shit down in his brain and then burn it like he would imagine like he would write down a negative thought and then burn it and it would go away and that was like his like that was like his little uh Uh, I guess you know theory or that was how that was his process you know what I'm saying letting go for most people is is really really difficult and I think a different way to look at it is if you just accept things and just kind of say that's just the way it is you know you kind of in a way, instead of like letting it go by that definition, which is like an action saying like this happened, I'm just gonna let that go. Sometimes that's really fucking hard, man. Yeah, you know, and and sometimes if you accept something and you let it just become what it is, and you just tell yourself I'm okay with that, you're not necessarily uh, you know mentally letting it go, but it kind of gets let go on its own you know, and that's what Alan Watts would call like his backwards law. Like you're not letting it go. You're holding on to it, but you're looking at it from a positive standpoint. You're saying this is what th- that is. And I can't change that. And now I'm going to say kind of what you're saying, Jordan, it's like, you make it bad. You kind of look at something and say, well, that is what it is. And that's okay with me. Then you kind of let it go. It kind of comes out of you naturally instead of you having to like, Physically, mentally, <laughs> right. say I'm letting that go. Right,
0: visualizing go. the destruction of that thought or that feeling. <laughs> yeah,
2: which some people can do that and write yeah. on, and some people are like, "I'm holding a grudge, dude." You yeah. know, sue me. You know, like, and you're gonna and you're gonna be about it like that. Yeah. I write, I write you know everything
0: I mean. down in a journal. I've been doing it, it for ten years and uh, or more now. But uh,
2: I've been doing it for the last two years. Yeah, man. I have oh, nice. volumes.
0: It's awesome. Like a lot of them were hand are handwritten volumes. They sit on a bookshelf, like just my journals and like you know different kind of you know spiral notebooks and whatever and uh and i still you know i continue to write if i'm having a shitty day like i write in the journal if i'm having a great day i write in it too you know it's just a way to to get it out and then make sense yeah exactly yeah
2: and it kind of like whatever you know you have a million thoughts a day but if you write it down there's a book i read called mind hacking and it says you know the birth of an idea is really it's not what happens in your head it's whenever you put it on paper and it gets out of you into the physical realm and if you don't put it out like that it doesn't really be it's not really real yet like if it's in your mind it's just it's kind of it's you know it's a theory or it's an idea or, or whatever but when you put it on paper it turns into something more more real and i I was typing mine for a little bit, and then I just felt like I was cheating myself of the of the handwriting. <laughs> yeah. I was like, "Yo, dude, penmanship, you yeah. know, just, just practice." The
0: lost art we of should. penmanship. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. So uh, that's really, really cool that you do that. Me and my buddies do that, and it's it really. Man, it works.
0: Dude. It's the way to do it. Even
2: if some of my friends are like, What do you write about? I'm just like, whatever the fuck I want. That's I guess it, man. Like, I don't know. Just but like my, uh, thing sometimes.
0: My sister Ellie just chimed in. She says journaling is literally life saving. Uh, and and I would say that she probably was the one that inspired me to, to journal and keep because I was always a songwriter, so I would journal through songwriting and um, yeah. you know and would, <laughs> Yeah, is the sun finally going down in Phoenix? Finally. <laughs> the sun. There you go.
2: I'll, I'll tell you man uh it is hotter here than it is
0: there i bet it is i bet that dry Until ass the heat. sun
3: goes down
0: yeah and then it's like cold and as then hell it's
3: like <laughs> freaking st louis all over again
2: and that but it's kind of cool that that happens like you know it's it's interesting and like you get you can go outside and you can chill and you can sit on your back patio or whatever or yeah. you can wake up early and like it's all good but yeah it is uh i'll, I'll have the same man it's it's way hotter here dude. like yeah. you you cook man yeah i'll <laughs> you know? take i'll it's, take
0: my humidity any day and my beaches <laughs>
2: yeah i did miss florida when i went there i did I, I missed the air and i missed uh you know i made a lot of really really close friends there man a lot of really good stuff happened for me there and not only that i just really really enjoyed you know being there um so going back there was really really it was really awesome i enjoyed nice. it a lot no well, good deal Yay.
0: So, uh,
3: well, next time when you come, just secretly tell us and no one else. Yeah,
2: really. I will right, we'll do that. Hit okay, me up. We'll we can
3: have. We'll go. We'll go have a coffee.
2: Yeah. You're on, my, you're on my. secret list now. Like
1: I have. A, a, that I, do.
3: I have. a baby pool. I got so we can all like you know take turns dipping in the pool in the backyard and oh, sipping right coffee. I like it. Yes. I like it. one I at like a time it. though because yeah. it's yeah, probably the turns. size for your puppy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: fine. I mean, you know, you oh right.
3: Up. When we can share again.
0: Well, you guys, uh, we're going to uh, get on to the next segment here. Uh, This is uh, a segment made famous by the late, great James Lipton, host of the Inside the Actor's Studio television program. We're putting Deal in the hot seat with a rapid fire interview we lovingly call Inside the Lipton Tea. Hello, Deal, and welcome to Inside the Lipton Tea. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Brad Brock, playing the part of Mr. James Lipton. Are You, you sound Eddie? good. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank yep. you very much. I'm ready. Deal, James. <laughs> I'm ready. What is your favorite word?
2: Tesseract. Ooh.
0: What is your least favorite word?
5: Meatloaf. Oh. <laughs> Why?
3: Because
0: he would do anything do. for love, but he won't do that. Uh... <laughs> what turns you on? Grapes. What turns you off?
2: Meatloaf. <laughs> He's really against meatloaf. I didn't mean to have the same answer for that, but it's just you t- I'm trying to tell the truth here. You know what I'm saying?
0: What sound or noise do you love?
2: Oh my god uh, I'm not gonna lie I love the sound Of a wah clav I love that shit
0: Wait I missed that A clavinet uh, Is a keyboard yes, okay.
2: Is a, one, a keyboard uh, I don't know If it, it's Stevie Wonder's fault Or it's Wolfbeck's fault Or I don't know But I'd fucking love that I,
0: I, I have to agree That's a good one <laughs> What yeah. sound or noise Do you hate?
2: Crying babies mm. I feel
0: like that's a trend Yeah That's good Yeah, yeah. What is your... Some of these
2: I answered previously, and some of them I wanted to come up with. Okay. Head, so I kind of, you know... I love yeah. it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. What is your favorite curse word?
2: Oh,
3: it's fuck. Yeah, I sure. was going to say, from this segment, or this uh, podcast alone, I've, I've been like... My mom always
2: tells me, stop saying it, stop saying it. I was like, well, maybe you shouldn't have said it so much when you're grown up. Maybe you shouldn't have made it sound so this cool. This is your fault. I've been watching The Sopranos, oh, and man. now like Stugatz is my is is really climbing the ladder of favorite of favorite. So words. next
0: time we do this, it might be different.
2: It might be different. I like to remain multiple
0: What other profession, other than your own, would you like to try?
2: Dude, have you been thinking of this question this last month and a half? Because I
0: <laughs> I know it is a good one for this these times.
2: All the things I want to do, you still can't do, uh, except for if I would be, I would try to be a philosopher. That's what I would want to do.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Under any circumstances, is there a job that you would not like to try?
2: Oh, man. I don't think, I don't think now I would want to be, I think there was a time when I thought that I would want to at least try it, but I don't think I'd want to be a politician. Ooh, yeah.
0: Good yeah. answer. Yeah, I, I I feel like I'm right on the level with you there. That's a tough one, man. Ugh. Even a I good one, like, you know.
2: I feel like no matter what, they're all really impossible decisions. You know, like you just can't. How can how can anybody good bad? Yeah. You know, douchey not douchey. You know, like good guy, bad guy. Uh, you know, you came from this side of the aisle, that side. No matter what, yeah. man. Some of the things those people have to decide on is just like impossible. Yeah, just completely impossible, man. So, like, you know, I try not to have too much hate for anybody in in there, but it, you know, it's hard not to. And then it's also hard to think like you could do better. It's like no, you can't. Like, there's really, there's really no good way to do any of that anymore. Yeah, you yeah. just have to do At it. But to pick
0: a pick a road and go down it and it's in, you yeah, know. If sure. you, you, you talk and about, half of
3: the world is going to hate you and half the world's <laughs> going to love you all the time. So you talk about entertainers
0: exactly. having having major criticism uh, like could you imagine everything that you've ever done in your entire life could be brought up and thrown in your face <laughs> while you're yeah, just trying to I serve, you know, or, or you know, whether you're serving the people or you're serving your own purpose, you know, it, it just is what it is in politics. Unfortunate,
2: yeah. I, th- I think every year you kind of like have a little less, um, resentment or a little less like you get less worked up about each one doing whatever they're going to do now because you're just like, I mean, like for some of it for some of it yeah it's like oh god why are you doing that but for some of the other things like how are you supposed to decide right that? you know like how are you supposed to decide what this whole section of people are gonna do and it work and them all be happy or whatever like it's just I just think it's really impossible man so I don't I, there was a time where I thought I was like I can be president dude Yeah. and now I'm like mm,
0: yeah dude, I'm not I'll out I'll, here I'll trying to it. lose the rest of my hair let's just be honest <laughs>
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and the final question in this series of questions if heaven exists what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the Pearly Gates?
2: Oh my god, what would I like to hear him say? Um, you get the big room. <laughs>
0: Yay! <Yes. laughs>
2: you get the room. you get the master, you get the master bedroom.
0: <laughs> with, <Awesome>. the <laughs> with the view, with the view. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. And that has been inside the Lipton Tea
3: brought to you by brad brock
0: oh right it's on it's all, yeah. it's all about those graphics no <laughs> that's right dude that's right
3: oh man well <laughs> you're uh ellie asked what's the what's that fancy couplet, though bradley
0: <laughs> ah somebody finally knows finally <laughs> yeah, what was yeah. That? i'm uh, i'm drinking out of uh, some fancy fancy glassware <laughs> tonight uh, from
3: so, circa 1894.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, <just> yeah, <laughs> yeah, 1894. Um,
2: Goodwill US one. Yeah, I yeah, work.
0: exactly. You know, it's so funny is uh, the these the set of glasses has actually been like uh, passed in, down from yeah, generation in, to generation in my family for for ages. Like straight I, out of white. I remember City. <laughs> being a little kid and these were at my grandmother's house, like in her like good china cabinet. Uh, yeah. I have no doubt that these are some sort of uh, department store. Uh, not real crystal Not anything
1: Aw <laughs>
3: oh, well, that's, yeah. that's a lot down But
0: uh, I could be completely wrong They could be completely crystal Yeah and, they could be
3: like
2: Waterfords Or whatever but, like How do different. you test
0: for how, What's
3: the at home test Oh you gotta do crystal. like the You gotta lick And rub around the rim Right Is uh, that no the, That's that's, not, uh,
0: no. that's for later babe Oh okay and We don't talk about that. <laughs> that was good yeah that, that, was good.
3: that was terrible as it came out of my uh, mouth i was like "Oh, yeah that's oh gonna God. be a, oh, no. that's i imagine
0: uh, th- this has a very noticeable seam up the up the side of it so it kind of i don't think it's any sort of real crystal of any kind but
3: yeah mm. what are you gonna do right. something happened
0: yeah. here uh something happened oh yeah i guess every time i switch from uh Every time I switch over to those different things it shuts off Jordan's TV so she can't see <laughs> yeah, anything. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, I do want to uh, mention we are going to try something a little new tonight after the show. Uh since Zoom has become this uh this phenomenon, uh, I've set up a JNC podcast Zoom After Party. The link is in the description of this video. So if any of you are interested in carrying the party on and putting your beautiful faces in front of us to, uh, to hang out and, and chat uh, with us after the show, we're going to be there for a little while. I think my limit is like 40 minutes or something. So we'll be hanging out there and, and having a drink or two and uh, hanging out with you guys if you want to pop in and have a little after party with us. We're going to give it a shot. I don't know how it's going to go. It might just be me and Jordan talking to nobody, but uh, it could be fun. So uh, that link, uh, that'll, that'll kick off probably right around 10 o'clock-ish or whenever this this ends. I think you can, you can go in there um, anytime you want after 10, but uh, we'll see you when the podcast's ends however uh so yeah uh, that link is in the description there and uh we kind of are up to our shameless plugs here if uh you guys are interested in what we got going on i have my notes here they're on this paper somewhere because i ran out of cardstock and i'm not going to staples (laughs) (laughs) so uh uh let's see here looking at the comments here thanks josh for uh for tuning in thank you to keith earlier for donating uh to the show appreciate that Uh, every little bit helps um i think our air conditioner shut off here it did oh Oh, no it's a noticeable difference when the uh when the air shuts off (laughs) especially for me because it's right here it's just off the camera uh just off the brick wall um Anyway, oh, that's you guys. like a Pink Floyd song. Yeah. No, I'm just, uh, yeah I don't know. So you guys, we're going to get down on some shameless plugs. <laughs> yeah, it's a very powerful graphic. <laughs> Deal, like Deal James, give us some shameless plugs. What should we be looking out for in the world of Deal James?
2: Uh, my website, dealjames.com, uh, is kind of like the go to. Um, but I, I'm i probably on my Instagram promoting stuff like that more, and that's Deal James is my handle. Um, I am trying to grow my YouTube channel, um, and that's Deal James. Uh, I think if you're tired, ty- uh, you can just Google or you can go on YouTube and on the search bar do Deal James. Um, I think if you were going to go and do it in the actual web browser, it would be youtube.com slash Deal James 90 um, 90. I'm really trying to grow that. Um, I'm also on SoundCloud. Uh, I do have a record on Spotify and Apple Music. And uh, what I've been trying to do is I've been recording music um, at my house uh, because that's all you can really do. And um, I've been trying to... uh, I have another... I released a song a couple weeks ago. It's called A Trick Yourself. And I did that on YouTube. And um, I'm really trying to just record and not overthink anything, and not put it through the grinder, and just kind of like, if it feels right, it feels right, just do it, and you know, only kind of revamp it a few times before releasing it. I'm really not even trying to, I'm not trying to mix it to to the highest quality level either. I'm not, not trying to like dog my own stuff, I'm just saying, I'm just trying to be active and do stuff, and I'm trying to just keep that on YouTube and SoundCloud right now. So that's kind of what I'm doing. Of course I'm on Facebook, and uh but that that's pretty much it man you know nice awesome
0: yeah that i did uh get to listen to that tune by the way and uh and i love it it's a little bit of a departure from the afterglow uh but i feel like it's it's a departure in a in a really cool direction uh yeah so yeah actually it was in the in the countdown uh um uh what am i talking about here Cause and effect was the first song in the countdown. And then there was a little piece of that tune uh, on the end there. So uh, it's great. Awesome, man. It's awesome. Yeah, man. Uh,
2: I had actually bought a Roland JDXI, which is a analog synth keyboards, bass leads and a drum machine. And it's a sequencer also. And I bought that looking for a MIDI board and I spent like $400 more than I thought I should have had at the time and that little keyboard kind of became like my salvation the last few months because it's just pretty much an idea machine and you can see in that video it's it's right there and i do like i'm pretty much just doing synth sounds and keyboard stuff the whole time and it's just been a ton of fun to just get away from not you know i love playing guitar but it's nice to like get away from it for a second and try something
0: new oh yeah man Uh, it's cool to hear different sounds and, and and play with that i love it dude Awesome. Yeah,
2: cool, man. Well,
0: I'm glad you like it. Yeah. Um, yes. I might I might put a link to that to your YouTube channel. Um, yeah, Thanks, definitely, man. guys. Go subscribe uh, to his YouTube channel. Um, I guess my shameless plugs. Uh, I will say, once again, uh, we do have that after party set up for Zoom. The link to that is in the description of this video that you're watching right now. So you can click on that, and uh, it'll take you right into that room. We'll do that immediately after the podcast here. Uh, also... If you want to relive the magic of tonight's show in glorious HD, hit up YouTube tomorrow. Visit my channel, Brad Brock Music, and smash that subscribe button while you're there, and you will get to see Deal James's beautiful face all over again, and of course Jordan's. Bing. Uh, you guys
2: look great. I'm just saying, I got on here, I was like, damn, I should have put something on. You know what I'm saying? Okay, like, he did oh have man,
3: he, he did have like this. Uh, Purpley Burberry looking tie on too, and he was like, "That might be like too." It was much. too much. I
0: ditched the tie, yeah. but I love my purple yeah. shirt. Anyway, it's <laughs> yeah, nice.
2: the yeah. purple looks good. No, he looked <laughs> great, man. I
0: was like, damn, oh, yeah. dude, oh, like, should have done much. something. I don't, you know? I don't put out on the first date. Uh, <laughs> he is a tease. <laughs> Uh, You guys also go enjoy the Jams and Cocktails Facebook group. The link is also in the video or in this uh, video's post. Please continue to support all of your local artists that are bringing live music directly to us through their live streams. My good friend Terry Dobson, who was in here watching a little bit ago, live streaming tomorrow night at 7 p.m. Eastern here. He's in California right now, but he lives here in Vero Beach. And it was a good friend of mine. We worked on cruise ships together and uh, he was actually the very first official guest of the JNC podcast so check in there they're a riot like it's oh, yeah. Jordan and I
3: yeah him and his his girlfriend yeah it's our yeah. favorite awesome.
0: thing to do on Thursday night we, we do it every week yeah uh, we so, look forward to yeah. it It's so, so exciting. we'll be watching there with you 7 p.m. tomorrow night on Facebook Live Terry Dobson You can also find it on our pages. I share it as well. And if you can, throw them a little jingle because it goes a long way these days. Uh, If you're feeling extra generous, please consider supporting our podcast. Uh, We have a link to our Amazon wish list in this video's description. Or you can also donate to us directly uh, via PayPal or Venmo. Those links are in the description. And again, thank you, Keith, for throwing a little bit of money our way to keep this whole thing going. Thanks, Keith. Deal. Deal. Do you want to play one more song before we uh, call it a wrap and and, and go? And uh,
2: I think I'm gonna tap out because ah, okay. I want I want to uh, you know I'm trying I've got a release that's coming in the next couple days, if not the next week, and I just want to save I want to save my junk for that man, and I want you I to love I'm it. Gonna send it to you first. All right, Ooh. I love
0: it. I love right. it, dude. Right. You. Cool. Our awesome deal, James. Oh yeah, thanks, Deal. You were so fun. You're a gem. Thank you so
2: much. It was good to talk to you guys. Thank you so much for having us. You it was too. A
0: really good time. You too. Hey, you guys. Uh, deal, James. Whoop, whoop. And, and, little who's who's and little, little a, a little
3: Nuggie. Little girl,
1: little princess. Oh, yeah. hey, Kelly.
2: Yeah.
3: Uh, yes. how, how old is she? she?
2: Um, how old are you? Um, <laughs> yeah, a year old? and a half.
3: Oh, so she's a baby. She's a
2: little baby, dude. My sister uh, stays in Texas a lot, and her friends down there, they have some chihuahuas that don't stop making babies, and one day my sister just came and dropped one off at my house. How about that? (laughs) How about that? And once upon a time, I gave my sister a pit bull that uh, that I found on the street that changed the course of her entire life. Uh, So
1: this
0: was her payback.
2: Because nice. That an angel that, that not,
0: that not so that much an
3: angel. I mean <laughs> if some of those tr- chihuahuas happen to make their way
0: over to oh sorry we're having some technical yeah. difficulties uh, that ah. microphone's off <laughs>
1: <No>. <laughs> I will say all of the
2: chihuahuas they've had they're all all of them are angels like they've they've been really they've been really great uh, I think mine's the most angel of all of them uh, but you know
0: Nice. They're all really awesome. Yeah. Well, might be a little biased. <laughs>
2: I'm super biased. This is my little girl. Um,
0: oh, yeah. I love it. Yeah. Cool. Alright, you guys, I'd like to thank all of you who have been tuning into our show from the beginning, and to all our new friends we made along the way. You all are amazing. Thank you, Jordan. Woo. Oh Jordan over there for manning the chat and keeping me in line always. Yes. To our good friend Deal James for hanging with us to tonight. Thank you. This evening. <laughs> <laughs> You're the real deal, dude.
2: Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Thank you so much.
0: (laughs) All right, you guys. We'll see you again next week, Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern. Until then, take care of yourselves and good night.